Charge Down, the CBND, where we take an hour all day to speak about the greatest game of all, Rugby League. How are you doing, CB? Hey, doing good. Doing good, mate. Fresh off a win. Mighty Fresh Broncos. Back. Win, indeed. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I know I mentioned it every time, but as I was just reading out, well, not reading out, as I was doing that intro, I thought to myself, is it still the greatest game of all right now? Ooh. Ooh. I mean, very contentious. I mean, it is. It is. You're right. It's it's in a bit of a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, but if you're obviously listening to this podcast, you know what's been happening uh, in the NRL with all the. Um, there might not be anybody to play. That's true. That's true. Like, then legitimately, <laughs> I there's going to be origins already being impacted, which is. Disgusting. I was going to say that. Not just the fact that some players aren't going to be there, but the fact that um, during origin, the same rules are going to be in place. Usually, you see a bit of leniency when it comes to origin. Like, yeah. but um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be really interesting. Well, um, We'll get into that for sure at some point. Yo. Um, but the usual, a lot of stuff's been happening in the NRL as of late. Um, a few signings, a couple of players leaving and retiring, and it's kind of come out of the blue for actually yeah. both of them, really. Um, so we'll kick it off with uh, the news that Blake Green is actually retiring immediately. Um, where'd that Dude. come from? Yeah, I read injured. about it. Well, he, he kind of is. He said that his body's just not holding up. He said mentally he knows where he needs to be, knows what he needs to do, but the body's just not getting him there. Yeah, that's I true. think that's pretty, man, that's pretty admirable of him to be able to kind of, you know, have that self-reflection and, mm. you know, understand where he's at. I mean, wouldn't have been an easy decision, but he said once he'd made it, it he felt crystal clear that it was the right decision. And yeah, I, I respect that. I think that's huge. Yeah, for sure. For sure. His body um, isn't holding up like it used to. And that comes with age as well. Like he's done, he's done a lot. Like he's, he's been around longer than you think. Yeah. How many premierships with the Storm has he done? No, I think he only ever won a minor premiership with them. He never actually won a title, but he won a title. Um, He did win a title though in the Super League, actually not in the NRL. Right. Right. Um, Um, But yeah, I think he made a couple of finals, but yeah. He spent, uh, what, three seasons or two seasons with the New Zealand Warriors for a bit. Yeah. Um, bounced around to the Knights. He's, um, yeah, he's obviously been at plenty of clubs. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, yeah, I, I was surprised actually because he, yeah, he's been around a lot longer than, than what I thought. Certainly had a, a pretty strong career and um, wish him all the best in retirement. But um, yeah, pretty sad in a way about it. Like, because not even knowing going into that game on the weekend that he was going to pull the pin. Um, yeah, he's, um, He's been through 14 seasons and has played for Parramatta, uh, the Sharks, Bulldogs, Warriors, Storm, Seagulls, wow. and two seasons at um, at Hull. So it's crazy, hey? It is, and like he's just cracked the 270 game mark as well. So he's that's yeah. right up there, man. <laughs> it really is. Not many people, not many players get past 250. No, like. You know, that's a, he's, if he finished this season and then played next season, he'd be in the 300 club. That's massive. Yeah, it's huge. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, good on him. Thanks for the, all his con- contributions to the game and mm. hope he has a blast in retirement. Um, another one that kind of took us off guard, George Williams. 
leaves the NRL to go back home to England. Um, Controversy. Oh, it's just the yeah, not the NRL. Fox New, uh, Fox Sports, and there's so much that happens like when someone has announced or when it's come out that they've announced that they're leaving. Um, supposedly, according to him, he asked for his release many times throughout the year so far, and um, his mental health was wanting him to go back to um, back to England and. They kept on ignoring it until he just didn't show up the training one day, and then they realised the severity of his. Um, did he not? Did he just not show up, or did he just say to them, "Hey, I'm not going to be showing up"? Because it, it, it's oh very yeah, different. sorry, yeah, no, he told them that he wasn't going to show up at training. Yeah, according to his words. Yeah. Um, more so, to come. More to come on that one, I reckon. But yeah, for um, sure. Um, you'll, you'll see that he's not going to be obviously playing this week, and. Well, he won't be unemployed for long heading back overseas, which is what he ultimately wanted to do. From what he said at the end of the year, he was hoping to go back. I mean, you know, I think that the Super League clubs will be circling almost immediately. Yeah, for sure. For sure. He'll end up somewhere. Yeah. Um, He's a good player. Oh, he's a great player. Like, he's got a boot. He can kick high. He can kick long. He can, his short kicking game is on point. Um, Mm. He converts at a pretty high rate. So yeah. he's a good ball player. A um, couple of signings that's happened in the past week. We uh, started off with AJ Brimson. Sorry, Alexander Brimson. Um, <laughs> you <laughs> so never hear Alexander other than on the team sheet. I know, right? Oh, no, and on the... Um, yeah, no, you're right. Um, <laughs> on the team sheet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, <laughs> he, he signs on um, with the Titans until the end of 2026 on a five-year deal. That's crazy. Yeah, you know, it's not often you hear about five-year deals actually happening these days. Especially for a guy like don't get me wrong, I think he's great. Yeah. But his whole sort of um, game is built around his agility and speed, which deteriorates over time. Like, you know, you would think in like five years is pretty safe. I don't know how old he is to be honest. I think he's quite young, so um, it's not like he's going to be old. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. But, uh, yeah, you just don't hear of five-year deals all that often. So um, they obviously have a lot of faith in him and, and he's um, certainly got, um, you know, a, got a nice secure contract, which I think is, you know, which is huge for him and him Definitely. and his family, really. He's, um, he's 22 years old. Oh, well, so fuck. Yeah. <laughs> he can Crazy. definitely keep running into 27. Well, he can, but, I mean, like, I just, you know, we've seen examples of guys – come in, you know, play through the roof and then really sort of drop off. Like, you know, you don't want to see it. I'm not saying that will happen, but it certainly does happen. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. For sure. Um, Adam Pompey re-signs with the Warriors until the end of 2023. Um, and last but not least, Peter Hicko actually commits to the Cowboys on a two-year deal starting next year. Um, that was a bit of an odd one. I thought Peter Hicko was going to be a, a warrior for life, but... Yeah. I mean Cowboys yeah. are doing some sneaky little pickups here and there, aren't they? Really? They are, they are. I really rate Peter Hicku as well. He's um he can play pretty much any position on the field. Mm. A bit of bit of um Todd Baton connection there, I I assume. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine so. Um before we get into the week that was, I, I wanna quickly cover off a little something that I read earlier uh in regards to origin. Um and it's actually Paul Gallen's origin team that he's picked. I I read through it and I thought to myself, you know what? That's pretty bang on. That's what I'd be choosing. Big gal. Uh, big gal. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so I'll quickly read that out for you and just let me know what your thoughts are. Uh, in the number one jersey, you have James Tedesco. In the two, you have Brian Toto. And on the other wing, you have Josh Adokar. In the centres, Stephen Crichton and Tom Trevojevic. Uh, the halves, Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary. Number eight, Daniel Saifidi. Number nine, Damian Cook. Number 10, Payne Haas. 11, you have Isaiah Yo. 12, Tyson Frizzell. And 13, Jake Trevojevic. Um, the interchange is Jack Whiten, Regan Campbell-Gillard, Junior Paulo, and Liam Martin, um, with Nathan Brown being 18th man. Jesus. Do you think it's anyone's pretty, missing? It's a pretty fucking strong side, isn't it? It's, it's really <laughs> strong. Um, I guess the only concern for, I guess, some, what some people might have concerns about is the fact that there's... Um, all those Panthers there. <laughs> Pretty much the whole oh. back line is almost Panthers. I don't think that's a concern. I mean, if you look at the gun Queensland side, like the more of the same club teams you can have sometimes is what, that's why Lua is there, you know? In yeah. That, in, like the calmness that that would bring to Cleary's game, just having his guy next to him know, knows him back front, you know, knows the, the center back the front nose, the winger back the front nose, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you look at the, the gun Queensland and, and even Australian spine in that time, you know, the storm connection, yep. Slater, Cronk, Smith, you know, like that's powerful, man. If, yeah, it is. If the, if the blues can forge that, um, yeah, it's, it's could be scary. It definitely can. One, um, inclusion that I probably would have made is I'd want to have Cam Murray in there somewhere. Um, even though he hasn't been lighting it up as of this year too much, I still think he's an origin player and um, mm. I think he has what it takes to. But you could make rise. the case for, yeah, but who do you take out? You know, like I get, I agree with you. I just, you look yeah. at the team, you hear the names and you, there's nobody that isn't deserving. No, you're right. Uh, maybe the only one I take out is Campbell Gillard. Maybe. But nah, he's been man. killing it for the Eels, so he it's hard to tell. Been, he has been huge for the Eels. Yeah. Um, Pappenhausen, I would probably have Pappenhausen as my 14 yeah. instead of Whiten, to be honest. That's probably the one for me that I would change. Yeah, I think this is also pretty much because it was um, it was only read out today or yesterday. Um, I would say that it's also based on the fact that Pappenhausen isn't going to be there for game one due to his injury. Is he definitely out? Is he? Is that confirmed? Yeah, he's out for at least four more weeks. Oh right, okay. My yeah. my bad. I I thought that he was um trying to be fit for game one. So no, the only two the only two that can possibly make it for game one would be Monster and Harry Grant, who are still in doubt, but they're trying to make it back for round uh, for game one. Well, fucking, you might as well chalk up a victory for game one if you guys for you guys if we don't have Grant and Monster. That's yeah. Oh, that's that's pretty fucking. That's a hefty blow. It is. It is. Um, shall we get into the week that was? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So we started off on Thursday with the opening game of the round as we saw the Cowboys down the Knights 36 to 20 um, in the second week of the enforced high shots. <laughs> hmm. Not a bad game to start off the round. We thought that the first couple of games of this round were very lackluster, but uh, it was entertaining. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't as bad as I thought. I, it didn't. 
I'm not going to lie. It wasn't, it wasn't what I am. How do I word this? It's probably not what I've come to enjoy on a Thursday. Um, if I'm, if I'm honest, like I was a yeah. bit, yeah, you know, but it was, you know, fuck, I'll watch anything rugby league, you know, <laughs> I'll watch the fucking postie and the milkman go out of the front yard if it's footy, like, yep, yep. you know, but it just, yeah, compared to what we've been seeing on Thursday nights, it probably wasn't the elite game. But um, but mate, both teams put on a bit of a show points-wise. There were certainly some points scored, fifty-six points in total. That's, you know, defense did not show. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, and um, yeah, the cows look pretty good. They mate, they've been playing well lately. Peyton, he gets the best out of what he's what he's got. You got to give him a bit of credit. Definitely, they started off slow, but then I guess once they got that first win, they kind of just rolled from there and. They haven't looked like a bad team since round three or four, I believe. Yeah. Um, round, oh, sorry, the second, the first game of round on Friday, first game on Friday, there it is, um, had the Warriors only just edge out the Tigers 30 to 36. Nope, that's not right. 30 to 26. 30 to 26. Yeah, Warriors um, and Tigers. Yes, yes, indeed. The Warriors got the better of us um, in what I thought was a pretty amazing game. That was a good game. That was yeah. a really good game. Like the Tigers, obviously, we had too many errors in the first half of that game and um, let in a bit too much. But can we talk about Reese Walsh for a moment? I know you're hurt about it still, but... Oh, mate, it's a fucking embarrassment. Yeah. That the Broncos just didn't even... Like, he should have already been in the fucking team. Like, here we are trying to sign a fullback right now. Yeah. And he was fucking sitting there. He was right for the picking. I he's, I he's, don't know why. Mate, monster signing for the Warriors. Good on them. Like, fuck. You know, early bird gets the worm, mate. They fucking jumped on it. Yeah, definitely. And the biggest disappointment... Really... Sorry, the biggest disappointment is also the fact that he was in the Bronx system. And, yeah. like, it's not like he wasn't picked... You know, it wasn't touted as talented and all the rest of it. Like, they just took it for granted. They thought that they could just bring him up when they wanted to and and he was ready and decided to fucking go out and make it happen himself and yeah mate it's frustrating but yeah i can imagine um he absolutely he's been lighting it up and like massive massive by rts to um to make way for him and actually he yeah. went to nathan brown and told him that he wants what reese walsh to start at fullback because you've got they, to have him on the field and that's they're, his position they're a better they're a better team with him on the field yeah, definitely. Just fact. Yeah. Um, so yeah, end up with a captain on the wing. <laughs> to be to be eighteen, and be that confident, like he's fucking overcalling plays from his halves. Yeah. You know, like he's playing what he sees, and and his teammates are giving it to him, and he's been there like a couple of weeks. He's been there five minutes, and he's yeah. already doing that. That man, he's eighteen. Yeah. He'll Crazy. try and make a tremendous play. It won't pay off, but it won't turn him away. He'll try it again. And it'll it'll pay off that time. He just—he's pretty yeah. smart. He makes the adjustment though. He definitely—he yeah. um, doesn't yeah, hang look, his head either. Nah, man, he's full of confidence. And um, why not? He's so talented. He is you indeed. Love to, you love to see it. You do. Um, the second Tigers, game on nothing oh. on the Tigers, mate. Just going to skip over that, or what? No, I mean we, as I, <laughs> as I said, that first half we kind of beat ourselves with errors, and we almost clawed it back at the end, which I don't think we deserved. Actually. It's hard to tell. We were a pretty good side uh, in that second half and it just wasn't enough, obviously. 
Um, you guys, you guys have an identity crisis, hey? We really do. There's there was a point in that game, and people have already raised it with me, where the Warriors were, I, I believe, two players down in the sin bin. Yeah. Um, and we were going for two points on both yeah. occasions. Yeah. And at the time, at the time, though, in fairness, not to defend it, but I kind of felt like it made a little bit of sense what they were doing. Yeah. Um, the, I mean, yeah, the two, the first two, we got us even. The next two, we got us to put ahead. your head. Yeah. yeah so like, it makes sense. But at the same time, there's like, you got to remember that. I, I know, I get it. But you got to remember, right? Like, they were in a position to tie the game. That's the minimum that they wanted. Yeah. Then they were in a position to take the lead. Yeah. Now you can say, all right, when they were down by two and they had the penalty, they could have taken the lead then, but they still had to score. And at that point in the game, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know that their attack was all that sharp. No, you're right. But our defense is the worst. So um, going two points up is good, but... It means that you have to defend your line a lot more. Yeah, but they win that game by two and we're not even having this conversation. That's right. right that's right. Hindsight's a beautiful thing, mate. Yeah. So, but anyway, tough loss. It is. It is. Hopefully we bounce back this week against the Dragons. Um, the second game of the round, uh, sorry, the second game on Friday saw the Sharks pull off a golden point in victory, beating the Dragons 13-12. <laughs> game was, this game was fucking shit. And it was a golden point game as well. Like, how, how often do you say that a game was that boring, but it still made the golden point? And it was. Do you agree? I, I honestly, this game was fucking shit. It was. It bored. wasn't good. It wasn't good. I was bored in this game. I would have, if the Warriors and Tigers could have been the prime time game. Yeah. That would have been way better. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. This game just wasn't very good. But anyway, yeah, good win um, in the end for the for the Sharks. They came same thing. They were behind down players, and yep. they managed to get the job done. They had a lot of ball, though. I believe they had more ball yeah. overall. And um, when you look at both those teams, you just thought someone's got to win this game. Oh man, it was yeah, it was yeah, it wasn't pretty. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, the first game on Saturday, we had um, where are we? Yeah, Super Saturday started off. With Titans. a shot-for-shot shot game between the Titans and the Doggies, as the Titans managed to take the way, take away the W, beating them thirty to twenty. Um, I'm pretty impressed with the Dogs that game. Yeah, they Tig- Tigers have got so uh, Titans have got so much potential, but they um, their fucking defense is worse than the Tigers. Mm. And they rely too hard on um, on when David Feeder is there. They do. I mean, he's a huge fucking. He's a huge out in any team. You're right, but you got to do better. Yeah. You got to do better with that player down. And Mo Fodawaka stepped up, so he did. He had young. a good game. He had, he had a, a great really game. game. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Look, the doggies are there, thereabouts, but um, they're a long way off anyone good. They, of course, they, they hung in there, and the Titans have, you know, been a little bit up and down. But um, I felt like the Titans were always going to win it. Yep. Yes, indeed. Uh, the second game on Saturday had the upset of the year so far as the Broncos beat the Roosters 34 to 16. The Broncos forwards really stepped up that game. <laughs> they did. Hey, they, um, yeah, they took the fight to the Roosters. I mean, the Roosters have got a pretty in a pretty formidable front line. Um, yeah. You know, they're experienced, they're hard nosed, they're, they're hard workers yeah. and the Bronx, you know, they weren't intimidated. They stepped up to them 
And really, you heard it during the coverage. They kind of took beat them at their own game a little bit and kind of got in their heads. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it's a good exactly win. what they did. Um, TPJ just running at Sam Walker all night. He, um, he gave him fucking nightmares, didn't he? He really did. Poor bastard. I mean, that's what that's footy, isn't it? Like, that's what it is. got to expect that. But Jesus, poor Sammy, why'd you have to do him like that? He bowled him over, like, I reckon six or seven times. Hey? Yep, yep. Poor bugger. That would be a nightmare trying to tackle TPJ when he's actually engaged like that too. When he's, For sure. He was, it was ugly. Um, and, yeah, like, obviously, we're going to talk about the... Uh, the two sin binnings from Victor Radley and four on report. Um, for those who didn't already know, uh, Victor Radley will be facing a five-match ban mm. starting next week. So he will miss Origin 1. Um, not that he was probably going to be there. He might have been there. Oh, he would have been there in my eyes. Yeah. I think him. he would have been in there. I... Um... Look, I'm I'm a biased Bronx man, so this is I'm probably not the right person to answer it. But I felt like both teams were really treated unfairly by by the ref in that game. I thought the ref lost I, control at times. Yeah, definitely. And and he was intimidated by the 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 um, energy that was out there between the two teams. Yeah. Like there was a couple of times where they they belt each other. Yeah. And just for the sheer severity of the belting of like the passion that was in it, he felt like he had to give a penalty. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're completely right. If I was refing, it would have, there was even times where they had a bit of a tussle Mm. and it was just a bit of an after tussle. They sort of shoved each other and shit. And there's a bit of aggression in there. And honestly, like I want to see a referee break that apart and go, all right, boys, now let's just get on with it. eh? Like you got that out of the fucking way. Yeah. Now let's get on with it. But instead he's blowing penalties left, right and center over just, absolute monotonous bullshit yeah and and it kind of ruined the flow of the game at times it did and i don't take anything away from the broncos massive win there but i do think that it was probably the worst officiated game um of the year so far well that's a that says a lot considering some of the games from last weekend yeah no exactly um, right but it's a sign of what we're in right now because i i think you could argue that there were two other games over the weekend that had the exact same effect from the referees i mean that that's um what we were just talking about before with the Warriors and Tigers. I mean, some of the fucking send-offs in that were pitiful. Yeah, um, definitely. And that, I will say oh, this. The Bulldogs say this. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the Bulldogs tied with Jared Wallace and Dylan Napa. That tiny little tap and Dylan... Uh, what did I say? Dylan Walker? Did I say Dylan that? Napa, Napa. Yeah, Dylan Napa. Um, yeah, he just he went off for Jared Wallace. He's like, how dare you stay down after that? Yeah. They're that's origin just- brothers. That's what the problem is with all of this. I mean, not to get too far off track, but that's the bullshit that's crept in right now already. You yeah. started seeing it on the weekend. They're becoming players, soccer players. Players were staying down because they know. Yep. Oh, he, he clipped me just a tiny little bit and they fucking know they're getting a penalty and then they're bouncing straight back up. It was fucked. Yeah. Um, They'll take the, a dive so it gets looked at and then all of a sudden. That's the worst of it is what when that comes out, it's even worse than the ref just making shit decisions. Yeah. The players um, need to. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, not and the, of it. can I just say, Lodge has been suspended, yeah. and that one, that one that he did, that was nothing, nothing. That was pitiful that they fucking sent him off. That was again, the ref had lost; he'd lost the game. Yeah, his whole thing, he was caught up in and didn't know how to handle it all, and and um, he made poor decisions both ways. So I think you know one of Radley's didn't deserve anything. Yeah, um, but you know, guys are being sent off and sin binned. You know, when 
some of it's like a slap in the face stuff, you know, like, yeah. Oh, mate. Anyway, let's move on. All right. So the final game on Super Saturday saw the Storm with a rookie spine um, put 34 unanswered points, being the Warriors, 34 to 10. Raiders. Raiders. What did I say? Warriors. Warriors. Sorry. Raiders, uh, 34 to 10. Yeah. But, like, what can you say? They just fucking <laughs> keep on keeping on. They do, Bullshit. but like with a rookie spine. Oh, man. No they, one they... on that spine was mate. like. Craig Bellamy could just fucking, he could literally just go for a walk through fucking Melbourne, pick up some random dudes, throw them in that team, and they'll fucking do the job and they'll win. Yeah, it's insane. It's, it is. It's insane. I, he's he's the greatest coach ever. Craig Bellamy? Yep. I tend to agree. Like, argue me a point why he's not. I just, I his sustained success... Is fucking next level. It is. We're going on nearly 20 years That's of insane. just being the worst position they finished is eighth outside yeah. of the the when they lost the points and finished last, but they finished eighth one year. That was that's their worst record in I think eighteen or nineteen seasons that he's had them. That's ridiculous. Mate. Unbelievable. Absolutely. Um first game on Sunday. Um had the hometown hero Matt Burton score a hat trick as the Panthers beat the Bunnies fifty-six to twelve. <laughs> I got to ask you: Are the Bunnies out? Um, what, what, what's cra- wrong there? What's wrong? There? I'm gonna I'm gonna sound crazy, but I don't think they are. You don't think they are? I don't think they are. They've copped two fifty-point beatings. Yeah, by Melbourne and Penrith. <laughs> I mean. They didn't just fucking cop it by like Newcastle randomly. All right. The two best teams in the comp, the two most informed teams in the comp, the two teams in the grand final last year, the two teams that are a step above everyone. Don't get me wrong. I'm not excusing it. They got 50 (laughs) hung on them twice in three weeks. It's ridiculous. But I'm not saying that that means that they can't do anything in the season. Um, What about earlier on in the year when the Tigers put them to the edge and they only just managed to get it done? In a very controversial win. Yeah, but... Okay. Here's something for you, right? They let the Tigers through. They've 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 had 50 hung on them two of the last three weeks. Yeah. You're saying they're nobodies now, yeah? they got no, nothing. No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying that well, they frame are... It up. Frame it up for me. Frame it up for me. they got nothing. What are you saying? Are you saying they're, they're, they got nothing or they got something? No, I you think that they're both. down and out. I think they're down and out. Right, so you're saying they're down and out. Yeah. And they're in fucking fourth position right now. Yep. Right? And they're not equal fourth. They're fourth outright. Okay. Their season is not fucked. They're fourth. Like, don't get me wrong. Their last couple of performances have been pitiful. Yeah. But it's, we're coming into round 12 and they're sitting fourth, right? They're sitting fourth. <laughs> it's not, that, the world's not ending for them, mate. No, you're right. But, I do like. I want to say also that things have been starting to fall apart since Reynolds signed on with Broncos. Ooh, little sneaky, little something in that, eh? It, I think. I think so. Yeah, okay. We'll I see. Actually, we'll see. Yeah. Look. I look. Something's not right there right now. Yeah. But they've had players in and out, and they've had a few little injuries, and they've had some weird stuff going on, like. Um, 
I just I don't think they're done for the season. I, I think they're fourth. I think it's a gross overreaction because of the fact that the scoreline was so significant. Yeah. Um, but you know, they're in fourth, mate. Yeah. If you if you gave me if the Rabbitohs were my team, this is the Broncos now, and two of the last three weeks we have fifty hung on us, but we're sitting in fourth right now. Man, I'll t- I'll still take that shit because right now we're second fucking last. <laughs> yeah, fair. And we can't string two wins together. We can't even string a fucking sentence together out there. So yeah. I'm just not like I just think the scoreline makes us overreact to the fact that they're fucking still fourth, man. Yeah. <laughs> like it's the world hasn't ended for them. No, on paper, right. when they when he, when we get to finals, they're still thereabouts. On paper, they're going to be a tough. They're going to be a tough team. Okay. Well, we'll get into the game with the Eels soon um, as they are up against the Eels this week. True. Uh, but to... Uh, Speaking of be- the Eels. Before we, before we move on to that game, though, I just want to say Panthers. Like, oh, wow. Man. Yeah. Absolute wow. Um, they, are, they are scary right now, aren't they? They, they are. I, yeah, I can't see anyone beating them. Anyways, <laughs> the final game of the round, we saw Manly... Wait, beat aren't you forgetting something? No. Am I? Okay. Oh, I just, I thought there might be a little sneaky golden something popping out of that game, but well, guess not, eh? I, I always save my golden deeds to the end. Okay. All right. Suspense. No, <laughs> no ED here. <laughs> the, the no. Fi- <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, the fi- you got shoot, me. Shoot your shot, mate. You don't you shoot me. it early. No, you- the, all right, the, final, right. the final game of the round, we saw Manly beat the Eels 28 to 6. As uh, as the Sea Eagles continue to fly, good tipping, D. Mm, thank you. Because um, I went para in this, and I went para purely because I were in Bank West. Yeah, and they got it fucking handed to them, man. Manly gave them the smackdown. They did. They've been just on a freaking roll. It's just it's hard to put your money on anyone else other than Manly these days, um, unless you... obviously they come up against a a rare and um, when do they play storm team? Or Penrith. Yeah. They've got Newcastle this coming week. Yeah. Um, and then they've got to buy. They're going to win their next three or four. True, because then they've got Cows. Then they got dogs. Titans. Titans. Yeah, Titans. I, I think they win all four of those. Then they've got Dogs. Then they've got Raiders. Then they've got Dragons. Holy fuck. Yeah, they've got a good run. Then they've got Tigers. Hey, hey. That's even easier. <laughs> they don't have a tough... Then they got the Sharks. Wow, they've got a good draw. Then they've got the Storm. They don't face anybody decent until round 21. Holy shit. That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Wow. <sighs> um, hey, I've got, I got something to say. We need to move on, but I just have yeah. something to say because I know this will please the Manly fans out there. I've never, ever said this, and I've never, ever... I can't even come to terms with the fact that I actually think this and i truly do i have to say it i've got to be honest with myself i'm i'm really enjoying this manly team i actually i feel a little sick saying it but this manly team is a really really exciting team to watch and i'm i'm in i'm on board i really like it yeah i don't hate manly right this is weird like they don't have. They don't even have anyone in their team that I hate. It's fucking strange. It's foreign. It's really um, other than maybe Dylan Walker, but he's not there at the moment. Some of the tackling in this game, some of their guys like they just hit so well. They they like 
fucking man, I just I was super impressed. That was one of my favorite games of the weekend. Sean Kepi. Yeah. Man. He's a so, gun. There was a lot talk I talked about last year with him. Uh, I yeah. think last year was his debut year. He was yeah. um man, put there me was on a the, lot of lot of hype for him. Put me on the the Kepi. I'm man, I got I got fucking I got um shares in Kepi. He's he's awesome. Carl Lawton. He was ex- like simply, simply. I love him. <laughs> his like aggressiveness and his his him and Kepi, they're hitters, they're hitmen. They're the way they tackle. Yeah, I fucking man, I love that shit. Um, and Schuster, I mean, what can we say? That that kid's a fucking stud. He he um, is, and and we'll see it very soon um, when we get to the team list. But he's yeah. actually been named the halves. Anyway, let's move on. But uh, hey, Manly fans. Appreciate you. That team is actually fucking good. Unless they've got um, some the Broncos, then. And they got some. They got some really good players. I, I'm, I really enjoy. They're, they're on my. They're on my watch list now. Like I feel like I actually look forward to a men the game. I never yeah. ever have said that in my entire life. Um, I'll probably hopefully never ever say it again. But <laughs> right now. You might say it when Penrith are versing Manly in the final. <laughs> oh, that's a big call. That's a massive call. Anyways, before we round move 12. on to round 12, I do need to give out something here. I do need to give it out. Okay. So the Golden D. The Golden D this week uh, was actually pretty hard to give. Um, there are a few people who I could have given the D to. Um, but alas, I decided that this week I give the Golden D to a man who's actually been pretty good for the past couple of weeks. Uh, but most importantly, he he played his part on the weekend and he really disrupted the Roosters' game plan and was key in helping the Broncos pick up their third win of the season. This oh. week, the Golden D goes to Tavita Pangai Jr. Wow. Yep. The are way just, that he... Are you trying to avoid giving it to Cleary just every week? It's hard, man. The Golden <laughs> D is hard. I, it's, it's oh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, That's what it's, she said. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, look, um, TPJ was it was huge. Don't get me wrong. I just <laughs> clearly just fucking. Oh man, he's just stupid right now. Yeah. Yeah. And like. And Turbo. There, another person I was going to give it to was Nico Hines. Oh yeah, yeah. He's that man awesome. stepped up. Yeah. Fair. No, TPJ, a Bronx. Who would have thought a Bronx man would get fucking golden D, baby? The way that he targeted Walker, he had, yeah. I don't know how many tackle breaks. I didn't look at the stats. I um, I tried to not it. look at the stats this week for the golden D purely because it would have gone Cleary. Just wanted to go eye test. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the he, fact that the Broncos beat the Roosters. True. He he played a massive part. Him and Flegler, man. Flegler stepped up as well. TPJ um, took it to Hargreaves too. Yeah, he did. Can we just can we universally agree that Hargreaves is a bit of a dog? Uh yeah, we can do that. Yeah, cool. Just wanted to put that out there. He's <laughs> he's he's kind of a little bit. It's kind of a little bit <laughs> pathetic. If he just played aggressive and you know got stuck in, cool. But the problem with him is he gets so worked up and then he's losing. So then yeah. he just does stupid shit where he just I don't know. I just think he's a bit of a dog. He starts doing the the non necessary stuff. You know the extras. Yeah. And I just don't, I just don't respect that. It's like Latrell when he scores tries, but he wants to fucking mouth off and bitch at everyone because he thinks he's so good. Like, it's just not needed. Just play hard and do your thing, and people will love you for it. 
Yeah, for sure. Anyway, just wanted to say that. TPJ, oh, yeah, congrats. congrats man. Yes. Head on, head on over to the the, the Instagram at thechargedown.podcast and have a look at the beautiful artwork of TPJ. TPJ. All right, let's get into let's get into round twelve, Indigenous round this week. Um, yep. Do we go first? Yeah, you kick it off, man. Broncos versus the Storm. So Bronx are six dollars fifty heading into this one. Massive <laughs> outsiders. We don't we don't know I'm being an outsider. Sasa Roosters, eh? Eh? <laughs> um okay. Asako at the back with Coates and Mead on the wing with Herbie comes back into the centers with Jesse Arthurs. Milford is recalled for the third time this season. Um, he partners Albert Kelly. Reese Kennedy's up front in the eight jersey in place of Lodge. Turpin in nine, Haas in ten. Keenan Palacia is eleven. Um, he looked like a specimen. Played well. I've been thinking about picking him up in fancy this week. Um, TPJ is there in twelve, and Flegler in thirteen. Interchanges: Kobe Hetherington, John Asiata, Ethan Bullimore, and TC Rabadi. Um, for the Storm, Nico Hines is still at the back there with Paps still being out, as you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, George Jennings on the wing with Addo Carr and Remus and Olam in the centres. Chris Lewis is in the six this week with Jerome Hughes in the seven. No Munster. Um, I'm, I'm okay with that this week. Jesse Bromwich in the eight. Brandon Smith in the nine. Christian Welsh in 10. Felice Cafusi in 11. Tom Eisenhuth and Dale Finucane round out the 13. Uh, interchanges Aaron Booth. Uh, Tui Kamakamita and Trent uh, ooh, Loiro. Loiro? Trent Loiro. And Big Nelson is the 17. Big Nelson. Match officials, <laughs> Ashley Klein. <laughs> Dave Munro is a touchy with Chris Butler. And Henry Perinara is your senior review official. He is indeed. Good to see Albert Kelly, obviously, uh, locking down that seven jersey again. How do you feel about Milford back? Uh, I don't feel anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's we're not winning this game. I'm sorry, but we're just not. Yeah. We we absolutely fucking stink against the storm. Um, you know what? They got our number hard. Do you know who's played six in the past? And in my opinion, <sighs> oh, isn't a bad number six. John Asiata. Oh yeah. I like John Asiata. Yeah, he played that role for the uh, for the Cowboys a couple of times and. When... The problem is your problem is you lose the kicking. Like it's okay if your fullback can kick or if someone else like the nine can kick, but Turpin's not a good kicker. Yeah, fair. Jermaine Osako is not a kicker. And then so you literally your only kicker is Albert Kelly then. I just think mm. that's probably a bit too bit too much. No, fair enough. Well, we'll see how Milford bounces back. Who you got that week or that game? Um, Broncos to cover the line. That's it. What? No, we've got a plus. We're, I think we've got fucking a 30-point head start or something. So <laughs> we'll lose. We just won't lose by 30. That's okay. my prediction. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, I've got the storm. <laughs> yeah, me too. All right, first game on Friday, we have Cowboys versus Warriors at Queensland Country Bank Stadium. Um, the Cowboys lining up with Holmes at the back, the wings of Kyle Felt, and the returning... Oh, no, sorry, not the returning. Uh, Mariet uh, Tulangi. And the centres are David Bowen. And the returning are Hammer. The Hammer's back. Yeah. Tabu Uh The halves consist of Scott Drinkwater and Jake Clifford. The forwards are Tom Gilbert, Reese Robson, Jordan McLean, 
Shane Wright, Mitch Dunn, and Cohen Hess. The interchange, Jake Granville, Peter Holler, Jack, Corey Jensen, and um, Lucky, who debuted last week. And yep. got a try. Played well. He did. Um, the Warriors lining up with none other than Reese Walsh in the fullback jersey. Um, the wings are Marcelo Montoya and Roger Tulevasa-Shek. The centers, Adam Pompey and Ewan Aiken. Ewan Aiken played pretty good on um, on Friday as well. Yeah. yeah, he slotted in pretty well for them, hasn't he? Mm. The halves, Cody Nicarima and Chanel Harris-Tavita. The fours consist of Jermaine Tenor-Brown, Wade Egan, Kane Evans, Jack Murchie, Alicia Katoa and Tohu Harris, with the interchange being Jazz Tavanga, Lisa Armour, Bunty Afoa, and Ben Murdoch Masila. Um, Rocco Berry has been named in reserves as well. So hopefully he's not too far away. I really like watching him play. Um, this is, I, I think I was listening to uh, Robbie Farah, and he said that it was a Tom Payton Cup. So should be. An yeah. interesting game. Yeah, right. Um, who you got? This this is a tough one, hey. I am gonna go Warriors. I am gonna go Cowboys. But I could very well just as go Warriors. So Yeah, it's a um, tough one. It I'm really is. I'm definitely torn. Um Second game on Friday is the Tigers and the Dragons, the main game. Um, Dane Laurie at the back for the Tigers with Noel Faluma and Jimmy Jet Roberts on the wing. Just in time um, for Indigenous round. Adam Dewey in the three, Tommy Talao in the four. Moses Embi partners Brooks in the halves again. Tamau up front with Little and Twal. Luke Garner, uh, Leigh Lua and Offa Hengawi is the lock. Um, interchange is Tom Amoni. Uh, Sean Bloor, Alex Seafarth, and Thomas McKayley is your interchange. Um, fullback for the Dragons is Cody Ramsey, um, Braden William, um, and Pereira is on the other wing with Jack Bird and Beal in the centers. Uh, you blink and look twice, this could be the Broncos outfit. Um, previously, <laughs> Corey Norman in the halves with Ben Hunt, Blake Laurie up front with Andrew McCulloch in the nine, Paul Vaughan in the 10. Billy Burns, Tarek Sims, and Jackson Ford, a 13. Um, what the hell? So the interchange for the Tigers is Tom Omoni. And then the first interchange for the Dragons is Talatau Omoni. <laughs> Are they related? I'm not too sure. Wow. But it is Tom Omoni's debut this week as well. Yeah, wow. So y'all know. Um, uh, Farmer Suli. Um, is in there in the 15 with Daniel Alvaro and Jaden Hunt rounding out the 17. Ooh. Um, obviously, the favorites. we got? are. Cody Ramsey has to get through his HIA to be able to play. Um, Matt Dufty has been on the radar for a couple of clubs because the Dragons had told him that they do not want him. <laughs> so he's on the outer there. Um, and the Dragons have actually started targeting some replacement fullbacks as well. I, I don't want to, I don't know if you've heard, um, but one player that they're targeting is the same one that Broncos are targeting, and that is Nico Hines. Yeah, right. So we shall see. 
We shall see. But I do know Cody Ramsey wants to play fullback too, so who knows? Who knows? All I know is that Anthony Griffin is um, looking to sign the Broncos, so yeah, Zarko might end up there. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Or anybody that's played fullback for the Broncos in the last 10 <laughs> years is probably a chance. Yep. Um, they can have Copley. <laughs> Copley got you a try on the weekend. You don't yeah. win without that try. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got the Tigers? Yeah. Yeah, same. I think that we got this. Even though like Ben Hunt is kind of scary because you know, bad defense, but we'll see. See how we go. Um, but also James Roberts is there for the Tigers. So <laughs> Yeah. He's good at losing your games. He really is. He really is. Uh, the first game on Saturday, we see the Panthers versus the Bulldogs uh, at Blue Bet Stadium in Penrith. The Panthers are lining up pretty much unchanged except for Kurt Capewell. Yeah. Um, we see Stephen Crichton at... Wait a second. Wait a minute. All right. Stephen Crichton at fullback. Um, the wings are Charlie Staines and Brian Toto. The centres, Paul Momorowski and Matt Burton. The halves, Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary. Forwards consist of Moses Leota, Appy Corusau, James Fisher-Harris, Big Viliami Kikau, Liam Martin and Isaiah Yo. Is that Ooh. Liam Run It Straight, Martin? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, nice. The interchange, Tyrone May, Scott Sorensen, Matt Eisenhuth, and Spencer Limiu. Um, The Doggies are lining up with DWZ. That's Dallin Watene Zalesniak at fullback with the wings being Nick Kotrick and Nick Meany. So they've got Nick's on the wings. Uh, the centres, Will Hopawade and Aaron Shoo. <laughs> <laughs> the the uh the halves Brent Wakem and uh, Jake Avarillo. The forwards consist of Crazy Eyes Hetherington um, coming up against his <laughs> his old team there. And this is before I continue. This is Hetherington's first game back after a five match ban. Yeah. Um, is he going so again for he hasn't five? Pl- he hasn't played in the new. Um, oh, he's fucked. He really is. He could see himself yeah. just not playing NRL ever again. Yeah, there should be an over-under bet whether he gets suspended in the first five minutes, 10 minutes, or 15 minutes. Like, what's it going to be? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, the the hooking role for the doggy, doggies is Jackson Top, Toppany. And in the number 10, you have Luke Thompson. To round out the forwards, you've got Adam Elliott, Matt Dury, Josh Jackson. The interchange being Brad Dietz, Joe Simpson, Dylan Napa, and Ava, see you, Manifanai. So, the dogs have a 35 and a half point start in this game. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I have ever seen this. I know we've seen dollar three and dollar four. The Panthers are one dollar zero one, a dollar and one cent favorites. Yep. They're fucking unbackable. They are unbackable. Mm-hmm. I, I, have you ever seen anything like it? I haven't. I have not. I'm not sure that's ever happened before. No, I think, I don't know th- correct me if I'm wrong, but in origin, I believe there's been times where the money is even. Okay. And then maybe it slipped out towards the end just before the kickoff. Um, but there were times mi- when the money were if, even. If you put a million dollars on the Penrith Panthers to win this game, you'll make a thousand dollars. 
<laughs> Sorry, you'll make ten thousand dollars. <laughs> you'll make ten thousand dollars from a million dollar bet. Yeah, like it's stupid. Unbackable. So Panthers by how many? Forty. Panthers by forty. There it is. What do you think? If, if I I think Panthers by uh, thirty six. This is probably one of those games where the dogs play awesome and lose by 10. <laughs> it's very possible. It's very possible. Yeah. Um, second game, Rabbits versus the Eels at Stadium Australia on 5.30 on Saturday. The the Rabbits have Latrell Mitchell at the back with Alex Johnston and Milne on the other wing. Gagai and Grammer in the centres with Cody Blackick and Reynolds. Jai Arrow up front with Cook, Totola, Hello, Matangi, Jacob Host, and Cameron Murray as your 13. Interchanges Benji, Mark Nichols, uh, Hamasili, and Thomas Burgess for the Parramatta Eels. These Both these two teams coming off devastating losses. Um, Clint Gutherson, Sevo, and Ferguson, Opachik, and Blake. Jacob Arthur partners Mitch Moses again with Kafusi up front. That's Oregon, that is. Reed Marnie, Junior Paulo. Isaiah Papali'i, Ryan Madison, and Nathan Brown. Uh, Nakore, Sean Lane, Joey Lusick, and Bryce Cartwright round out the interchange. This game is the Rabbits are the favourites at $1.65. Para playing $2.25. That's interesting. Um, this is a got- pretty hard game to tip, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm going to go south. I'm going to go south on the bounce back. Um... I tend to agree. I tend to agree. I think it's so hard, though. It is. Yeah, um... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go south because, um, as I said last week, the reason I was backing Manly also was because Dylan Brown was not there. Fair. All right, and the final game on Saturday we have the Roosters versus the Raiders in that 2019 Grand Final rematch. 2019. Yeah, sounds yeah. about right. Um, the, the Roosters lining up with Teddy at the back. The wings are Daniel Tupo and Matt Ikevalu, with the centres being Josh Morris and Joey Manu. The halves, Lachlan Lamb and Sam Walker. The forwards consist of JWH, that's Jared Warrior Hargraves, um, Ben Marshke in the nine jersey, uh, Takiyahu in the 10, Angus Crichton, if he gets through his um, his thing, judiciary hearing, um, Satili Tupanua in the 12, and Isaac, Isaac Liu in the 13. The interchange is Adam Kieran, Nat Butcher, Daniel Saluka Fafita, and Fletcher Baker. Uh, you'll see that Joseph Suwali has not got his sight, not got his position back, but that's... That I, don't, the I don't think his debut was all that flash. Crash off, no, I, I think if he was, like, if the, if the Roosters won they would have been touting his praise. Um, Maybe. He didn't, like, yeah. I guess you could say he didn't have a lot of opportunity, but he just he just looked like a, I mean, he, did, he didn't do anything wrong. I just, he didn't yeah. jump out at me. Yeah. We shall see how things go. Early days, though. It's one, it's one game. <laughs> and he's <laughs> 17. And he's 17. Yeah. Um, the Raiders are lining up with Caleb Aker to the back, Bailey Simonson on one wing with Jordan Arapana on the other. Sebastian Chris and Curtis Scott are your centres. 
Your halves are Jack Whiten and Sam Williams. The forwards, <laughs> they lose one Williams, get another. Yeah. Um, the forwards consist of Denamis Didn't they Louis. partner each other last week, I think? The Williamses? They did, yeah. yeah. Um, Denamis Louie in the eight, Tom Starling in the nine, Emre Gula in the ten, and to round out the forwards, you got Corey Harawira. Wait, what? How, how does they say it? Corey Harawira Nida. Yeah. Um, Elliot Whitehead and Ryan Sutton. The interchange, Josh Hodson, Soliola, Corey Horsburgh, and Ryan James. Um, they. There's another player who is it that is facing the judiciary this week? Whiten, I believe. Um, so no, Elliot Whitehead is actually in the judiciary. So, oh, yeah. we shall see how that goes. Uh, Elliot Whitehead has um, started. I just want to quickly read that um, Crichton is found guilty on his Grade One dangerous conduct contact uh, for the late shot on Albert Kelly having unsuccessfully argued that his vision was impaired or because he has long hair. Awesome for my fantasy team. <laughs> Same. <laughs> How long's he out for, though? doesn't tell me. Anyways. Um, where are we? Where are we? Um, that Yeah, that was the end of the team list. Who you got? I've got the Roosters in this game, for sure. Yeah, they bounced so. back from that. I think so, too. I don't know if it's as easy as it sounds, though. Yeah, I reckon. I think the Raiders will be up for it. Could okay. be wrong. Um, first game Sunday sees the Sharks at home. Uh, no, sorry. Well, it's their home game at Coffs International Stadium um, versus the Titans. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, William Kennedy at the back with Connor Tracy and Renato Molotalo on the wings with Will Chambers and Jesse Ramian in the centres. Moylan and Johnson are in the halves together with Tolman and Aaron Woods up front with Blake Braley at hooker. Britton Nakora, Wade Graham, and Toby Reed, well, Rudolph, sorry, um, round eight to 13. Interchange is Trindle, uh, Talakai, Jack Williams, and Andrew Fafida. Uh, the Titans have got Alexander Brimson <laughs> uh, with Anthony Don and Philip Sammy on the wings. Uh, was it Philip Sami or Philip Sammy? Sami. Sami? Sure. Yep. Brian Kelly and Patrick Herbert in the centres. Tanner Boyd partners Fogarty again with Jared Wallace up front. Mitch Rain in the nine. Uh, Fodawaker in the 10. Kevin Proctor in 11. The return of David Feeder in 12. And Big Tino in 13. Um, Aaron Clark is 14 off the bench with uh, Bo Furmore, um, Jamin Jolliffe and Sam McIntyre. Yes, indeed. Isan Masters is not there. Uh, neither is Ash Taylor. Um, but it's good to see. I might, like, we might get to see Fafita versus Fafita. Should be good. I'd say Titans win that one. Yeah, I think so too. Um, especially with Fafita back, I think it's a massive, massive in. Um, have you heard the news that potentially Ash Taylor might be being swapped? With who? I, I don't remember who it was. But there was <laughs> potential for two halves in the NRL that are going to swap um, throughout the year. Yeah, um, right. And one of them was Ash Taylor. Like a direct swap between those. A, yeah, direct swap direct swap halves. Well, thanks for telling half the story. <laughs> I should have, should have written it down. <laughs> Sorry about that, people. Uh, do the research yourself. No. <laughs> That's funny. All right. We have the final game on Sunday being the Knights versus the Manly Sea Eagles at McDonald Jones Stadium. 
Um, the Knights are welcoming back their star fullback, Kalen Ponga. Is he in? He is in. Hey. Um, the wings are Stafford Toa and Braden Musgrove with the centres Inari Tuala and Bradman Best. The halves consist of Kurt Mann and Phoenix Crossland. And the forwards consist of David Clemmer, Jaden Braley, Daniel Sayafiti, uh, Tyson Frizzell, Lachlan Fitzgibbon and Mitch Barnett. The interchange, Connor Watson, Daniel Sayafiti, Suaso Sue and Brody Jones. Um, Kalen Ponga back is a massive in. It is. Won't, uh, the, be, won't be enough. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be enough. Uh, the Sea Eagles lining up with Tommy Trebojevic at the back and the uh, the wings, Jason Saab and Ruben Garrick. The centres, Brad Parker and Morgan Stripper-Harper. The, the halves, Josh Schuster is in that 5-8th role with Daly Cherry Evans in the seven. Yeah. Uh, the forwards, Taniela Paseca, Lachlan Croker, Marty Tapau. And to round out the forwards, you have Carl Lawton, Sean Kepi, and Jake Trebojevic. The interchange, Curtis Sirenin. Moses Suli, Zach Sadler, and Sipley. So watching that game on Sunday, um, I ended up just watching it on nine. Yeah. And like, I love Rabs, but he's he's so getting past it, isn't he? Yeah. He can't he's, get any names right these days. He's lost the plot, man. In that game, in the space of like 90 seconds, he called Paseca Paseca. Paseka, Pasuka. He he literally, I'm not kidding, <laughs> said three different variations within 90 seconds. And not as and not like that. He didn't go, oh, Paseka, no, Pasuka. Like it wasn't like that. He literally Paseka did a hit up and he went, Paseka with a good carry. Right? Then the ball moved and then he said something else. And then it came back to Paseka who got tackled again. Like the way the ball moved, it came back to him. And then yeah. he was like, oh, Paseka. Gets tackled there, and then, <laughs> and then as he played the ball, he started talking about him, and he, oh and, boy, and he referenced the different naming, and I was just like, man, you're fucking losing it, hey. <laughs> I just love when he's like, oh, that was a great tackle by Brown, and then you're looking at it like, yeah, no, that wasn't Brown. <laughs> like he just he gets it wrong so often, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, anyway, love your raps. Just to bring it back, Crichton does have a two match ban. Yeah, I was just looking at that. Tough. Very tough. Oh, we're both agreeing that Manly's going to win that game, right? Oh, mate. Yeah, it'd be hard. it's hard to pick against them right now. It is indeed. What do you reckon game of the round is going to be? Um, I think South and Para, to be honest. Yeah? Yeah, I think South and Para is going to be a good one. Um, if both teams turn up. Um, followed closely by Roosters Raiders, I reckon. Quietly, I think that one might be better than we think. Okay, I think this um, I think this Broncos Storm game is actually going to be pretty good. I'll stop it. The Storm will probably <laughs> fucking kill us, mate. Ah, uh, we'll see, we'll see. Anyways, though, that does bring us to the end of the pod. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to head over to Instagram and drop us that follow at the Podcast. And if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, don't forget to uh, give us a rating, five star, if you will, or, or one star. Any rating's good. <laughs> <laughs> Any publicity is good publicity. Exactly. Um, but we will catch y'all next week. Have a great time watching the footy. Bye-bye. Peace out, y'all. <laughs>